Welcome to Tournament in a Tea Break. I am Roz Sattar. I am Chris Otto. And we are at the end of day one, two, three of Wimbledon. And guess what? The rains came. Uh, not only did the rains came, but the wrath of Wozniacki. In fact, we actually got quite a lot to sort of chit-chat about. So let's kick off with the world number two, the, Austra- the reigning Australian Open champion, who has now discovered that what people are interested in is not the fact that she's no longer a slamless number one uh, and not the fact that, you know, she's Miss Sunshine, but the fact that she's never been past the fourth round of Wimbledon. And guess what? She ain't doing it this year either. No, and we all <laughs> expected it to happen. And you it called did. it. And he it called did. it, and Ekaterina Makarova tried for to ruin to spoil the party, the upset city party that we're about to have. And she got so nervous in the third set, <laughs> so was it? wickedly six, nervous. Six match, well, five match points in that one game, and then I think she got it on her six. She converted her sixth eventually, and but but the the games between five one and five five, oh, they were just terrible to watch. But it was it, all in all, it was pretty entertaining stuff. Uh, yeah, I think the word we're looking for is head, Casey. But what was um. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I think it's actually interesting. A lot, a lot of people have a persona that they attach to players, I've noticed, in the Twitter land, where they think that because of what they see, so, for example, if they see somebody behaving really nice and, like, chatty and wonderful in their on-court tennis interview after they finish the match, they think that that's what they like when they come into press, and it ain't necessarily so, people. Uh, so, Wozniacki mm-hmm. came into press, and her first words, her first, the, the answer to the first question, um, and she was, as you would expect, a touch peeved. Um, the answer to her first question was, uh, you know, Makarova raised her level, she played really well. Okay, that's fine, good tick in the box. And then as the interview wore on, uh, the responses became more like, well, you know, I don't think you're ever going to see that level from her again, and I don't think you're going to see her go very far, which is fine. You've just lost. You've just lost a match. You've got all these people in the whole of the run-up talking about why haven't you made it into the second week? Um, the only thing is, if you're going to drag someone, that let's be fair, Makarova's form has been a little bit iffy from time to time. If you're going to drag someone, make sure that you've actually um, beaten them in in the tournament that you're in. Um, and Makarova has actually been to the quarterfinal or something that Wozniacki hasn't. So she let herself down a little bit there, I think. It was a little bit bitter, a little bit... It was a bit unnecessary, in my opinion. Can I just say that I enjoyed it? Oh, yeah. And I, it, it's <laughs> and I enjoyed fun. the aftermath as well. I mean, I think... We were talking about this last night about how Roger Federer can be pissy, and we said we we enjoy it because it shows how badly he wants to win and how and how fixated he is on on achieving these goals of his. And I think Wozniacki's the same thing. And I think she thinks she's good on grass, and and maybe she is better than her numbers at Wimbledon show us on grass. She's made the round of sixteen a bunch of times. Yeah. She's twenty two and twelve lifetime now twenty two and thirteen. I think she was very disappointed that she didn't win this match, especially mm-hmm. given the way that Makarova kind of mm-hmm. tried to hand it to her in the end. Um, but I love the drama and I love the, the way that people react to it as well. Oh, yeah, I mean it was quite funny. Uh, I'm in a writing room with uh, George Belshaw, uh, who is a great guest and friend of our podcast, and he was saying that war broke out between Halep fans and Wozniacki fans, uh, who who still think that was that. Halep's bitter about the Australian Open. It's like, but she's already won a slam. So that doesn't even count as an argument. But anyway, um, yeah, I think... um, I I wonder whether there is an element of a bit of a dip after the the adrenaline 
for Wozniacki. And it's not just um, winning the Australian Open. She also won the WTA finals. So that up until the point that she won the Australian Open, that was her biggest title. And then she went straight from that to a good performance down under and obviously winning a slam. Number one, I don't think counts for her. And she said so at the time because she's been there and done that. So now, unfortunately, the big bugbears for her are going to be, well, your performance at the other slams. So I think she's going to end up having to face this, why haven't you made it past Manic Monday? Until she makes it past Manic Monday. So the same as Zverev and why haven't you made it to a quarterfinal? And right. your world number, whatever it is, number three, seeded, seeded third. Or Pliskova took her yeah. what, 18 majors to get past, to get to the second week. And, and, and Pliskova is going is, is actually the only continuing active slamless number one now. Did you know that? Yeah, it's a shame. So, but, but hey, talking of Pliskova, she actually made it so that she's going to see what the third round looks like for the first time. Right, that's big news for her. It is. Strong performance. It is. Um, tough, tricky match next round with Buzarnescu, who yeah. we wouldn't have thought, if you asked us last year, what Pliskova was going to play Buzarnescu in the third round of Wimbledon, we'd think that would be a no-brainer, but now... That's anybody's match, it seems. Well, but I mean, her serving was so much better today. You know, it was a disaster. Yeah, it was a disaster against Harriet Dart. And no, no offense to Harriet, she played really, really well. But you know, for Pliskova not to get past her in two sets was pretty, pretty shocking. Yeah, you know, surprising. Today, no break points faced right against Vika, a great returner. Mm-hmm. I think it's her second match on center court. She mm-hmm. liked it. Maybe she even loved it. So maybe, maybe this is the breakthrough. Maybe she's going to power, going to show some of yeah. that tennis that we saw. What was it? Twenty sixteen U.S. Open. Where yeah, she, where she beat Venus. Yeah, yeah, and she almost had Angie on the ropes. Yeah. So. So you know, it, 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 and the thing is, she got like all the checks. She does have a game for grass. She just sometimes doesn't believe it. So let's let's see let's see how she goes. Let's see if she gets to see what the fourth round looks like. So two big names we were waiting for grass breakthroughs from. We got maybe one from Pliskova and definitely not one from Wozniacki. So that, to <laughs> pretty, sum it up, pretty much, yeah. pretty much. And uh, of course we got blessed by rain. So the the story has been that the weather in the United Kingdom, which is not exactly renowned for its heatwave um, potential has been absolutely glorious. So there was hardly any rain. I think there was one day, maybe one or two hours of rain in Birmingham. So this is two weeks before the start of Wimbledon. In Eastbourne, there was not a drop of rain and it was absolutely gorgeous. And bearing in mind that Eastbourne is by the sea and you expect there to be cloud Mm. a lot of the time and frets coming in off the sea, there was nothing. It was gloriously bright and sunny. And in general, we, we in the United Kingdom can't, can't, can't cope with that and we start praying for really qu- crappy weather and we got it um so they they eventually called the matches the women there's a, two matches that haven't been played but the men are in all kinds of trouble there's how many matches to to go one temporary two, three, trouble four, i see five open six spots seven i think two three I'm counting four, six five six there. yeah six yeah so yeah. some people are going to have to play back-to-back days yeah, it's never a good thing in a major. To, but you, you know, you overcome it if you if you're in the right frame of mind and doing the right things. And that's why you want to get off the on and off the court if you're a higher seed as quickly as possible. Try to win those matches in straight sets. But it could be tricky. Yeah, could I mean, be, particularly for the guys who haven't started, like Cole Schreiber and Mueller could end up playing a five setter tomorrow, yeah. and they might have to come back again the following day. But um, it makes for it makes for some. Uh, 
some keen discussion for sure. And by the way, did it even rain? It's it, it, it people, did. People get the wrong idea about the rain. Like, oh, it's so rainy. Maybe it's sprinkled a bit, but it's really the grass no, no, that no, is the so se- sensitive. The, the second time around, it definitely it did, did rain. Did it spit a bit? Yeah, I so the, fir- the first time was was spitting, and it wasn't particularly. It was like I want to be rain when I grow up, right, but I'm not right, quite right. there yet. Yeah. And then they brought them on, and it was it was still it was like kind of one raindrop, then three raindrops, and then maybe a few of its more ma- more of its mates, and then it would right. disappear. And then there was another burst of rain, and this time it was like really heavy. I mean, we we could hear it through the windows, and we opened the windows, and there was like rain, and all the security guards were scattering for cover. Yep. So yeah, it, the second time it was. And then they messed about a little bit. They didn't bring people back onto the outside courts quite rightly. Uh, and they messed about a little bit on court one. They brought Chilich back on. He got broken. Tough situation. Yeah. He was not happy as well. He was like, <laughs> I think at one stage, the, the umpire, the referee was like kind of, do a warm up and work it out. And so he was like kind of doing all this like side scampering and sprint. And we were just sat there agog thinking, and what happens if he slips and breaks his ankle? He did, testing it out. He did take a fall after the delay yeah. once. Um, so he, he was fine though. But yeah, it's it's tricky. Um, Isner and Bemelman's Isner had an outburst that I was reading, <laughs> seeing about on reading about on Twitter. The Americans overseas are always trouble. I'm one of them, but uh, I haven't bothered anybody yet. Yeah, yet. But yeah, oh Isner was. I mean, we 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 watched it back, and it was it was quite funny because he got burned by a Hawkeye call. Um, on his way to being two sets up, and then he got burned again as Bemelmans had started to to fight back, and the call the I didn't you you couldn't see you could you could only actually see it from Hawkeye the way that the cameras are, so Bemelmans hits a shot, it lands on the back of the baseline, it doesn't even look like it's way out, so Bemel it was called out Bemelmans challenges, it's proved to be in, so. Isn't as like, how can I accept that? Hawkeye is wrong. It's not working. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, well, it quite clearly is like, working. Even, even if it was wrong, you can't do anything about it. it <laughs> because somebody's decided to challenge. So he's like, wait, you can't he's challenge like, a Hawkeye. Yeah, uh, he was like flapping his long levers about and just generally being quite stroppy. It's Fourth of July. He wanted to be home. Yeah, it. Well, it I mean, it's, it's not often that you see him that agitated. To be fair to him. Uh, but yes, yeah, so now, and as as much as there's death and taxes, there is John Isner in a five-setter on an outside court in Wimbledon. Can I pose a question to you about the, no. the men's draw, lower half? <laughs> yeah, All right, thank you. There, out of this section, Isner, Bemelmans, Bedene, Albert, Tsitsipas, Donaldson, Fabiano, Bavrinka. Who gets out of that and makes... Makes a round of 16, or makes the makes the quarters, actually. I know. I, I'm going to go out on a limb, attached or otherwise, and say not Vavrinka. One of those names is going to make the quarters. I know, I know. Stefano, Tsitsipas, do you hear us? Do you well, hear let, us? Well, let's hope, it, let's hope it, it is, because... That would be a breath of fresh air. It would. I mean, he's a, and he's a nice kid as well. Okay, so rain delay. Um, well, we Brits love a bit of rain, and we have Brits as well. So we have uh, Kyle Edmund and Joe Conta both on centre. Katie Bolter is out, I think, on court one or maybe two. Um, I can't remember. But uh, but yeah, so both the Brits are going to be on centre court and they should get there, get through it too. And Katie Bolter gets to meet um, Naomi Osaka again. Now, she got a bar card into Birmingham and Osaka taught her a bit of a lesson. 
Uh, and it's quite interesting listening to Impress because she's perky, she's blonde, she speaks quite well. <laughs> she's from Leicester, so we'll forgive her from that. But um, but she, you know, it's interesting because she, she made the mistake of saying that she was a bit fatigued in her doubles. So, of course, everybody pounced and was like, well, if you're fatigued in doubles, then how are you going to play tomorrow? She's like, well, I'm sure I'm going to rest up and, and do this. Thing. You know, well, Osaka basically slapped you silly. What are you going to do? And she's like, well, I'll talk to my team. You know, that's that's what they're there for. So um, I I can't see her winning it. But I do think that she'll actually put what she... She seems to be of the kind of mind to put what she's learnt into practice and try and be a bit more... I think she went down one and two in Birmingham to um to Osaka. What round was that? Quarters? She, no, first round. Hmm, okay. Because she had a wild card so she wouldn't have uh, been. So, you know, she uh, she's not going to win, but I think she's going to make it a little bit more competitive. Uh but yeah, I'm 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 keen to see how she how she does and how she deals with it all. So far, she seems to have a level sh- head on her shoulders. She seems to be very good. Both of them, actually, both Katie Swan and Katie Bolter came into press after getting schooled in doubles. And they, they have a good energy about them and they have a good attitude about them. So I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah. But yeah, obviously our hopes are on Kyle, who should breeze through Bradley Clan, uh, that nobody can find any information on, not even us. Um, and uh, on center court. But what we, both George and I fear for... Uh, Conter against Sibukova for a couple of reasons. One, Sibukova is a former quarter finalist here, uh, very good on grass. She's got a compact, punchy style, uh, can get around the courts a lot. She's going to pull Conter left and right, and more importantly, she's going to pull her forward because we know that Conter is working on those volleys of hers. Her dry volleys, not a problem, but trying to have that deft touch at the net, she doesn't have that kind of feel. She was very good in her first round match surprisingly good actually so maybe that's coming but Sibokova also is hacked off at the fact that she lost her seeding to mm. Serena Williams so she's going to be already pumped and feisty anyway so this I see three sets of angst and roller coaster written all over it I see that as well yeah it's going to be a fun one well fun for people watching except for us where I, I, I'll just be curled up in the fetal position underneath my <laughs> desk probably uh, won't be the first time no exactly uh, but in terms of the rest of the order of play actually today oh today sorry tomorrow's order of play is actually looking pretty good it's fantastic hit me baby one more time I mean, Del Potro and Feliciano Lopez that's a great one what else we that's saw, a war of attrition uh, one we're keeping our eye on Bernard Tomic and Kane and Shikori Tomic has won the last two against Kay yeah but which Tomic is going to turn yeah on? we never know but it's interesting that he's still here in the mix Barty Bouchard should be an interesting matchup yeah that one I think is going to be a, a fun one Nick, my money's on Barty though uh, Benoit Pair, Denis Shapovalov on court number three followed by Ostapenko and Kirsten Flipkins on court number three Anything else you see? Uh, Angie Kerber and Claire Liu. Um, I think Angie can be upended by people that she's never met before quite easily. I think she'll come through, but I think she'll she'll struggle. And uh, Putin Saber and Kazakina is one that jumps out as sheer entertainment value. Yeah. And you want Zimmer and uh, Gulbis as well, don't you? Zimmer and Gulbis looks interesting. There's, I mean, most of the matches I look at look real good from all the way back to court court number three. So it's going to be a fun day. Okay. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. Well, will we be back tomorrow? Cause I'm via satellite from a, from a, from a pub. Okay. All like... right. We might not be back tomorrow, <laughs> uh, but we will be back at some stage to, to probably round up um, the, just all of the second round. 
And yes. then we're going to start getting to the business end of the tournament. Can't believe it's already here, but not quite. So no. this is the sweet spot. We got to really, it, it's chaotic, but you have to enjoy it, embrace it. Okay. I believe you. Mm-hmm. Thousands wouldn't. Yep. You have, of course, been <laughs> listening to Roz Satoff from Britwatch Sports. And Chris Otto. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.